Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close. A little too close. Welcome to the Disney Brit Radio Show. It is episode 128, and it's uh, for the last one in 2013. So for the last time this year, I say hello to Alan. Hello, Alan. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm, I'm better. I've you're been better. You're better. Why well, have you been ill? Yes. All right. Say my pronunciation correctly. You've been ill, have you? No, I've, I've had some time off work. Oh, have you? Oh. Which is just because of that, Christmas and that. And did your boss send you home? Yeah, my boss sent me home. Oh, whose boss is at home? <laughs> yeah, that's my true. boss has written. She's written a list for jobs for me to do. And looking. And hello, Chris. Hello. Hello. I always have that conversation. I just want to butt in, but I can't. I know you're not supposed to butt in. It's cheating. But you do. He does, but it's all right. We'll let him off. It's fine. Um, Shall we tell you what's going, what's going to be happening in this episode? Um, you're pleased to know we're going to do our three by three news. That's coming up. Uh, we're also, according to the notes we've got here, we're going to be doing the Disney don'ts. We're also going to be speaking to Kim Goodwin and also Len Tester today. Um, that's so, going to be a great uh, show. <laughs> that reminds me of another show. <laughs> Hang on. These notes don't seem to be correct. What is going on here, Alan? No, we are going to be talking a little oh, bit about. Uh, Alan must have wrote them or not written them. Um, we are going to be bringing our news on 3x3. Uh, we're also going to be talking uh, about our Disney must eats. And uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit about my trip to Birmingham yesterday. Uh, I went to see Fantasia live. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that as well. So um, they're sort of today's uh, bits and pieces that we're going to be going through. So I suppose we'll start with some news, shall we? Right as well. Bit of news, Mike. Are you sure? You, are you sure you want to start with some news? It doesn't sound like you're sure. It sounds like yeah, maybe. We miss news. I think you missed. Well, news. Well, maybe some news there. The news, no. All right, here's the news. I just read the news. I think you did what? It's rubbish. But, oh. I think the news is rubbish. I've just read it. Is it? Uh, okay, it's time for some rubbish I'll news. Stop, I'll stop putting much effort in today. <laughs> Good morning, sir. Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. Okay, then it's time for our 3x3 for the news today. So let's see what we have available to you. Starting with Alan. Um, We've got Epcot's New Year's Eve lineup. And we've also got Downtown Disney's New Year's lineup. And guess what? We've also got Hollywood Studios Eve lineup. Right, Uh, ask a quick question. Yeah, can I go on? You can ask a quick question. I've stopped the music. Yeah. 
if you listen to this, is um, go on, hmm? go on, go on. What are you going to say? Is there a Magic Kingdom New Year's Eve lineup? Yes, there is. Yeah, that's why we needed Juz. All right. Well, <laughs> um, can I just point out as well this news that we've got um, is only news if you're going for New Year's Eve. If it's after New Year's Eve, this is rubbish news. Right, hang on. Okay, here we go. Right, start again. So, uh, let's start off then, Alan, with what's going on at Epcot. What's happening? Wow, this is a small letter in for my rating. Um, Epcot is the place to be. What? You what? Small letter in for my rating. Oh, no, this is it's actually not just news. Do you it's mean just, reading? It's not just news, it's also an eye test. So, uh, so <laughs> that. It actually is. I'm, I'm quite struggling for this. Right, okay. Um, so... At Epcot this year, there's loads of stuff going on, as as there is every That's single it. day of the Thank year. Thank you. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> so we're getting. There's lots of stuff going on. Yeah, that's it. All right, fair enough. You Future World will be open between eight a.m. and one a.m. Right. The Will Showcase will be open nine thirty a.m. till one a.m. Yeah. Usual sort of one hour standoff there, um, but it's going to be open. Is that open extra late, do you reckon? Yes, I would think so. It'd be quite disappointing if they closed it just before 12, wouldn't <laughs> you it? you imagine that? Yeah, we're shut now, actually. Thanks, bye. We're going to start the countdown. The countdown is to the locket of the gates. Um, right, okay. Da-da. There's going to be some temporary bars available at the Promenade by Mexico, China, Italy, Germany, American Adventure, Japan, Morocco, France and Canada. So I've got no idea if these are additional extra bars. Yeah, they're temporary. Yeah, all right. God, you, you, you you, it down. You, you're better reader than me. And where can you get the hat and the horn? <laughs> well, I could tell you where you could get them from. I've got the horn, better stuff to do with the hat. <laughs> you certainly don't want to go to the website that I've suggested earlier. Anyway. Um, That's why I've got the horn out. <laughs> but distrib- distribution for hats and horns, yeah. is that a traditional thing or is it just an Epcot no, thing? No, 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 it's... it's, it's... What, having the horn on New Year? Um, yeah. I don't know. 6pm till 9pm. That's how long you can have your horn distribution. Uh, right, Future World go. West, Future World East, and the American Adventure Pavilion. What? Of course. Yeah. That's where you can pick your horns that's up. you can pick your horn up. Well, that's pretty much saying that anywhere. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, no, Future World and the American Adventure Pavilion. There we go, that's it. Yeah. Right, okay. So you're not around the showcase. Just from so you can't get the horn in Germany or Mexico or China, but you can get it in America. And if you're lucky, you can also get one in Norway. Yes. Um, Future World, there is there's going to be some live DJs on. None of those rubbish dead DJs. And um, there's going to be Future World Fountain what? Stage, which is going to have DJ Scooter. Is that the real DJ Scooter? Possibly. What from the Muppets? Yeah. Scooter. What, how, uh, can, how, can have, how can we have yeah. dead DJs, by the way? Dead DJs. Yeah. Um, d- the, the DJ circuit's too new kids. to have famous dead ones, isn't it? Anyway. Well, anyway I know a few famous DJs that are dead. <laughs> Do you? We'll not mention his name, though, will we? No. Tarzan? Now then, now then. Right. Moving on. Uh, Future World West Fountain, Future World Fountain Stage is going to have a DJ on DJ Scooter 7 p.m. till 11:35 p.m. He's going to have a bit of a break, and then he's going to come back on at 10 past 12 till 1 a.m. He's going to do an extra 50 minute I, session. I, I, hang on a minute. 
Why does he come on at ten past twelve? Wouldn't it be best for him to count down to midnight? Well, he wants to welcome in midnight. That's why. Oh, I think I think there'll be a there'll be a reason why they're not having it over the midnight section, and I'll get to that at the bottom of this notes. Ah, um, American oh, yeah. Garden Theatre. There's going to be a DJ on Steve Dun Dun Dunlap. I was going to say Dunplan. Dunlap, two p.m. till six p.m. He's quite an early early one. Probably not have all the big uh, stomping hits. Um, you've got DJ Carlos on at uh, 7pm till 7.20pm. <laughs> so he's playing three songs. Yeah, 8pm till 8.50, 9.30 till 10, 5 past 10, quarter to 11 and 11.35. That's that's his sessions. Oh, he's also on for 20 minutes after midnight. Oh, he's, 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 he's got an easy songs. life. He's uh, got maybe, a confusing setup, but he's got an easy one. If it's coming from England, there is a possibility that maybe he's not got a big baggage allowance, so maybe he's only bought three or four CDs across. Or maybe he's... Um, DJs don't use CDs anymore? Oh. But they do pay for the licences. <laughs> they do. <laughs> um, this, once a year. Once a year. Oh, this, this is the most confusing setup of DJs. Basically, they've... They're interweaving. DJs around the world. Yeah, shall we just say? You basically, got on the list. there's lots of DJs. Just check DisneyBrit.com for all yeah. the information. But hang on, you haven't got me on the list, though, have you? The UK one, they've got um, DJ Dave Griffiths. Griffiths. There you go. I'm doing. I'm DJing Living in the Land. Oh yeah. Yeah. You from sponsored, um. You sponsored by Nestle. <coughs> from eight. Anyway. <laughs> so do. You know, an early cannon for the kids. Nice. Um, so anyway, the reason, the reason that they're not on over midnight is because from 11.40, there's going to be illuminations with the New Year's Eve, New Year's countdown, yes. basically. There we go. Yeah, illuminations. That is a big countdown, isn't it? 20-minute be- countdown, yeah. Like, illuminations yeah. and then a countdown. I, I only That's start mad. 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we'll start illuminations at 22 and we'll count down until midnight and that's funny. 1,200. <laughs> 1,189. <laughs> right, what's going on at Hollywood Studios then, Chris? I've, I've forgotten. I thought it was you next. Is it me next? <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'm on, on there now. Hollywood Studios, Alan, as you mentioned, it'd be strange if they closed at midnight. Well, guess what? Unless you're on site guest, Hollywood Studios does close at midnight. <laughs> With extra magic hours from 12 till 2. That's going to be a nightmare because the fireworks go off at midnight, then they've got to try and clear all those people out of the park for extra magic hour. That's going to just be hell on earth. You, you don't think it'd be worth the hassle, would you? No. But clearly it will be. Well, anyway, here we go. Lights, cameras, at Happy New Year fireworks show at midnight. Actually. And Fantasmic's on at uh, 6 30, 8 and 10. Yep. Um, the Comedy Warehouse Holiday Special oh, at the go. Premier Theatre. That shows at uh, 2, 3, 4, 5. He's having his lunch at 6. But he's back at 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. He's uh, obviously not there for midnight. There you go. Malt, Sweat and Shears and live DJ party great. at the Icon stage. There you go. That's Another big live DJ. Maybe that's the guy who's in Epcot. He's moving across, you know, for a bit and then going back. Doesn't say who the DJ is. Ah. Over Christmas, they've they've been really busy, haven't they? They have. You can also get the Hornet. I wonder if they expect uh, a busy night. Get the Hornet Hollywood Studios as well. Can you? Yeah. Can you? I had the Horn there once. Yeah, uh, Lights Motors actually. 
Great movie ride, Toy Story Mania, and Pixar Pals meet and greet from 10.30. There you go. I love that. Until after the fireworks... We'll close at 10.30. Yeah, until after the, until after the fireworks due to being in the fallout zone. Imagine that. <laughs> that's, that's a bit wrong. Uh, let me give you some uh, info then about what's going on at the Magic Kingdom. There's loads of entertainment stuff going on throughout the entire day. So what I've done really is gone for um, the late evening. So at 8.30, you've got Holiday Wishes. That's to celebrate the spirit of the season fireworks. 10.35, Electric Water Pageant, Nighttime Spectacular. There's a final showing of a Totally Tomorrowland Christmas Show show at 11.20. 11.35, Celebrate the Magic Nighttime Spectacular with um, 11.50, Fantasy in the Sky fireworks. So that's what's going to be happening over the Magic Kingdom. That closes at 2am, by the way, so they're going to be open too. Uh, Down in downtown Disney, you've got Marketplace buses running until 7pm. Then the Pleasure Island stops are going to operate until from 11am to 2am. You've got the West End Party with another DJ down by Cirque du Soleil. That's till 3am. A DJ Kids Dance Dance Party with DJ Tony Messina at the Fountain Stage. That's till 12.30am, half past 12. Did kids party till half past 12 living statues by disney quest they're going to be there for four hours uh you've got the disney quest new year's eve party hard ticket event from 8 p.m till 1 a.m then you've got live music in the marketplace at captain jack's uh margarita bar at the 2 15 3 15 4 15 5 15 and 6 15 dracy at the waterside stage between 7 30 and 12 30 and dj lon simmons simons at the waterside stage between te- 7 and 10 45 then if that's not enough over in Pleasure Island, you've also got live music in front of Fulton's Crab House. You've got Nova Era, which is 12.30 to 5.30 in Lacalle from 7.30 to 12.30. Raglan Road's got music from 7.30 to 12.45. Paradiso is open till 11 o'clock. And there's live bands at Splitsville from 3 till 7 and 7.30 to 11. And live music in the west side of the park stage next to Bongo's Cuban Cafe from 8pm until 1am. That is a massive amount of live music. That is a lot of entertainment. Lots of DJs. Don't they realise the park they're full if they put nothing on? Well, yeah, that's that's a very good point. Well, uh, only today uh, they were posting times of 200-minute wait for Rock and Roller Coaster. Wow. Which is insane. That's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. That's what, three and a half hours? Uh, Yeah, something like that. Would you be bothered? For a ride that lasts less than three minutes. So that's like an hour wait per minute. Stuff. That is that. I've, ne- I've never done Christmas, but I always fancy it. Yeah. Until it actually comes to Christmas and you see the crowds, you think, well, oh, I don't think I will. Yeah, it is a bit crazy. But um, hey ho, I'm sure it will be very exciting. So, so now that they've announced everything that's going on at Disney for New Year's, yeah. what are you guys doing for New Year? For New Year, um, I'm actually home. I haven't done anything for New Year because New Year's Day we're actually travelling down to London to see The Lion King. So, uh,. We're at home for New Year and nice. travelling down to the line for New Year's Day. So I'm, I'm going to attempt London on New Year's Day, which could possibly be worse than attempting Walt Disney World on New Year's Day, but we'll see. Sounds fair enough. Well, um, <coughs> I'm doing the same as I have for the last 19 years. DJing? DJing. Yeah, there you go then. Biggest bunny night of the year. <laughs> What's the point of staying at home? Alan, what are you doing? Really going to be earning more than a double night. Nice. Um, I'll, I'll probably just go to bed early. Nice. I see the new year in when I wake up. (laughs) Fair point. Yeah, fair point. I don't blame you. Right, that's all of the news, I believe. So let's just head over to the closures. Um, 
what we got then? Closures. So, Walt Disney World closures. Uh, the only one really, Animal Kingdom. Fest of the Lion King is closed from the 5th of January for a six-month refurb. Uh, what's happening in downtown Disney? Anything, Chris? I've got... I've got a feeling they could be building a new parking lot. Oh, really? This parking lot's H I J and K. Yeah. They're closed. Oh. For prep. Oh. For a new story. Oh, so that, they're closed. That's a shame. Uh, anything going on at Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach? Well, I think that's wrong. You think that's Because Alan said they're all closed from the 22nd of December. No, 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 no. No, Blizzard Beach is closed from the 22nd of December. That's what he means, you see. This is very clear signposting on that on that page there. So, Alan, what's going definitely, definitely, yeah. <laughs> on over at Disneyland Paris? At Disneyland Paris, there's loads of stuff not going on at Disneyland Paris. Oh. Um, from the 7th... Well, I'll start off with the name of the attraction. In Disneyland Park, we've got Indiana Jones Temple de Peril, as I will call it. Yes. Um, that is it's closed 7th to the it, 31st of January. Lovely. Quite a big closure, that one. Yeah. Um, you've got Casey Jr., Le Petit Train de Cirque, that's closed, or Fermé, on the 6th to the 31st of January. Sounds like Inspector Clouseau, doesn't it? The next one. Le Pays de Conte de Fay, closed. That's not bad, that was alright. On the 6th to the 31st of January. Um, Captain E.O. is closed on the, this is a bit more complicated, the 6th to the 8th, and the 13th to the 15th of January. Yep. It's a Small World is going to be closed on the 13th to the 16th of January. Yep. And over at Hollywood Studios in Florida, it'll be fantastic. But Walt Disney Studios in Paris, Armageddon closed again. Oh. 6th to the 8th, 13th to the 15th. Tram to- Tramcore, that's going to be closed from the 6th, to- 6th oh. to the 31st. That's a big closure there. And they're going to do nothing, probably. No. Oh, it's a shame. Let's, because... let's face it. If you've got tickets for January, don't you're just going to be gone, because most of us shut. Yeah, don't go. Go another time. Right, well, that is all of the news that we've got for you. We're going to be back in a, little, uh, a few minutes, where I want to talk to you a little bit about what I experienced yesterday evening. Uh, and then we've got a few more bits as well. So we will return in a second. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumours? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney. Can you handle the rush? All new for 1997. Sugar Rush Speedway. Choose your racer. Get cooking in Baker Car Mode. Banana Split Split Screen Mode. Let them eat cake, but watch out for Jawbreakers, Cherry Bombs, Sweet Seekers, and the Sugar Crash. Sugar Rush Speedway. Play the sweet new game only at Litwax Arcade on Route 83. Offering four free quarters on your birthday. Proof of birthday required. Gorge, howdy, this is your old pal Goofy, and no one's here right now to take your call, so... Call back later or leave a message. Even better. <laughs> yeah, we're still here. We haven't got anywhere. Just thought we'd take a break so uh, Alan could rewrite stuff. So we're not talking about. Um, 
I went out to uh, on a Christmas present. I got bought a ticket to go to Fantasia Live in Birmingham. Now, some of you will know of this that happened last year at the Royal Albert Hall, where basically the Royal Philharmonic Concert Orchestra um, played along. It may, that's how it makes it sound really bad. They played along to the film. They're basically the images from the they film. They mimed. And they mimed. No. They um, would create the music that would go with the images. Um, so after its successful uh, events at, uh, at the Royal Albert Hall, they took it to, on a three-day tour, it went to Glasgow, then to Manchester, and then the final night last night in Birmingham. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, about my experiences from there, and I've got a little bit of music to play for you from that event as well. Um, if you go over to DisneyBrit.com, you will find on the homepage... Um, We've got our, my review, a bit more of an in-depth review that I'm going to give on here now about my experience. And also there's a video on there from some of the event as well, so you can go over and click on that and look at that. And it's also got a very helpful, handy starred review system at the bottom, which is brand new to our website because uh, we'll talk about it in a little while. Alan's been uh, tinkering with the website a little bit and looks awesome. But um, basically the idea is that uh, there's a massive screen and the film appears and then the, the orchestra are below it with the conductor who conducts along with the music they play along with the music and that sort of stuff, which is all great. But um, I got my ticket through Groupon. Uh, I got a £55 ticket for £20, which was uh, pretty good, except for the people around me who had clearly paid £55. I didn't kind of tell them about it because I knew they'd just get cross. I've just got to bleep Did you rub it in? Uh, did I rub it in? Yeah. Uh, no. So uh, we arrived. And I, when I was on the way, I thought, I've got to make sure I get there fairly early because I know that it's going to be pretty busy because there's a, I, I know for a fact that around 700 people had bought this Groupon offer and you had to turn up with a voucher um, in which to swap it for your ticket. So I turned up, got there, and I was like, right, there's a massive queue here. This is going to be horrendous. And basically, you queued all the way outside. You queued all the way inside, and then you got your ticket. But the thing is that there were only four people trying to give out over 400 tickets. And when you got to the front desk, they said, oh, we can't, give you, we can't give you your actual seat. We'll just have to give you a seat. Now, I was all right, because that actually gave me a better seat than what I'd actually been given in the first place. So I'm not going to complain too much. But um, there were some people who didn't necessarily get the same, and it was a bit of a mess. And I managed to sit in my seat with about four minutes to go, I think. Um, and it was. <laughs> it genuinely was horrendous. And I'd been in this queue for about 40 minutes. Um, but when you arrived, I was sat on the kind of, uh, with the, sort of on the left-hand side of the stage as you were looking at the stage. I was pretty reasonably close. Massive orchestra. Absolutely huge. And on the orchestra came, on the conductor came, and... Um, they started to play. They played a series of different bits and pieces from the uh, from the films, both Fantasia and Fantasia 2000. They didn't do all of them because we'd have been there for hours, but they just picked different bits and pieces. Now, some of the ones they picked, I thought brilliant. They're really, really good. I can see why they chose those. But some of the other ones they chose, I thought was there were some really, really bizarre choices. Now, it was it was billed as a family night out, but I'll be honest. Some of the pieces they chose, I think they chose because of the music rather than because of the visuals that went with it i don't necessarily think there was always that that thought put into it um so there were some elements of it where i was like well this kids aren't going to get this kids aren't going to get this at all things like rhapsody in blue were missing which is a more lively upbeat kind of one um there was like night on bold mountain which is really famous from the first fantasy was missing and both mickey mouse and donald didn't appear until midway through the second half 
Um, so I was not kind of sure whether or not this was really a family event. There were just bits and pieces of it. I just thought, as a Disney fan, I loved it. You know, it was great. Uh, but as a as a family event, I'm not quite sure. I think there was some of it that really would have been over the kids' heads, to be totally honest with you, because they just didn't, they may never have seen Fantasia, and some of it was so abstract that it was kind of like what well, they probably didn't have a clue what was going on half the time. But um, but other than that really enjoyable there were moments where the orchestra weren't quite in time with the um images on the screen and that really is down to the conductor he has his own i always wondered how they did this he has his own little screen on in front of his stand which basically gives him like a pulse of light to tell him what the tempo is and if there's a long pause there's a line that goes across it to tell him how long the pause is before the pulse of light comes back in and there were times where it's quite clear the conductor was not with the pulse of light now bear in mind as a professional conductor who's conducting the royal philharmonic orchestra You'd thought he got it right. But there were moments where it wasn't quite right at all. But, you know, they were only off. And I think you would only notice them if you knew Fantasia. If you didn't know it that well, you wouldn't necessarily know that, know it, notice it at all. But um, overall, a good night. I really enjoyed it. Um, whether it's a kid's thing, I don't know. I wouldn't say so. There are, though, two events that the Royal Philharmonic are doing at the Royal Albert Hall that I want to mention. There's one in February and one in April. The one in February I'm extremely excited about. Uh, They're doing Pixar in concert. This is going to be an evening of music from all 13 Pixar movies with live images with it. It's the first time it's going to have been done in the UK. uh, And it's going to be done, I think, it's a 2 o'clock and a 7 o'clock performance on that particular day. I know tickets are far and few between. So if you are thinking about going, you need to head yourself over to the link that's on the... the, um, post on disney brit website so do check that out also in april they're going to be doing pirates of the caribbean curse of the black pearl with live orchestra as well which will be pretty mm. awesome so they're two things that i think will be quite cool um but i really enjoyed fantasia but as i say i don't know whether it's necessarily for a family experience like they tried to sell it it was it did miss a little bit of the disney magic the thing is it's not run by disney disney have obviously licensed them to use the music and the, and the film but actually i think it was it was run by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and um, at the Royal Albert Hall kind of uh, did the initial one. So it was a missing a little bit of that Disney magic. In the front of the programme, there's a nice letter from Mickey Mouse to the kids saying, you know, wonderful time, blah, blah, blah. And then it just kind of became that formal kind of concert. There was no kind of fun. There was no description or background or information or whatever. It was literally, we are just going to do it. Um, and that's literally what they did. But... What I want to do is to play you a little bit of the music from the event. And the reason I want to play you it is purely for the fact that um, I can't believe how... I know it sounds strange, but how much it sounded the same. Like, genuinely sounded the same. So, I've got a little bit here from The Sorcerer's Apprentice that I want to play you. I just want you to listen. This was obviously live with an orchestra from yesterday evening. So, here it is.
There you go, I'll just leave that playing in the background. But um you can see how close that is. Yeah. And genuinely. To be fair, you can you can barely tell the difference. I no. remember in my original copy it had all the coughing and sneezing in as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it is amazing how just how close they are. You know, and, and uh, well yeah. I'll, I'll admit it it does sound sound good quality. Oh I'll probably agree that it doesn't sound like a thing you'd want to see your kids to. No, I don't, they don't know it enough. It's not new enough. Whereas the Pixar one, I think, is perfect for kids and families. Yeah. Whereas um, we I went. Do have a, I do have a. Go on. I was going to say we went to a, a thing last year, which was the um, well, they call it the Snowman, and they had yeah, a live yeah. orchestra playing the music from the Snowman. And although it was obviously what we thought was something long to take the kids to, yeah. but. The, the kids sort of were shuffling around too much. They didn't really feel a connection with the what was going on. Yeah, yeah. It, it was more of an adult thing that sitting back and thinking, well, this is nice orchestra playing music. Yeah. I've got a quick fact about the Snowman's Warrior. Go on, then. Did you know that Alan Jones did not sing the original Walk on the Air yes. in the Snowman? I did know that. Really? Yeah. Really? He released it two years later. I did know That's that. in my Christmas quiz at the cliff. There you go. And is it wrong? No, that's, no, no, that's right. That's so correct. Did you I not know that? Someone needs to Google that one. No, that is that is definitely true. I know that for, for a fact. That is true. Hmm. What? Did, did you know that? Fact. Do you not? Do you not believe that? I don't believe it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't him originally. He was the he was the face of, but not the voice of. Originally. There you go. You've anyway, something the new, question, you? I've, got, I've got a question for you, Adam. Go on. What's the question? The question is, how come it was on Groupon? Uh, because uh, it clearly hadn't sold that well, I don't think. Uh, if, I, if I think about it, it was three quarters full, maybe. Uh, and bearing in mind, it was only half of the NIA... Um, and there were 700 or so people who bought tickets for 20 quid. I don't think it sold that well, but they they sold they'd done the same Groupon deal for both Glasgow, Newcastle, and uh, Glasgow, Manchester, and Birmingham. Sorry, I was going to say, was it Newcastle? Not Newcastle, no. But I meant Manchester, not Newcastle. We we saw a poster for it when we were up at Manchester. Yeah, out man's meets. Yeah, That's so true, it was yes. good night. I did enjoy it. I really enjoyed. We tried it. to get them to good, postpone the concert and do it in um, the Portland, but. 
<laughs> expensive, expensive. So. Strange that. Yeah. And it just, but uh, there you go. That was my review of Fantasia. Hopefully, I'm going to get to go to a Pixar, and I'd really like to go to the Pirates of the Caribbean one as well. So, if I do, uh, then we'll let you know about it as well. I, I think obviously Pixar they've got the the back catalogue of a lot of films and animations. Well, that everybody knows as well. But I'm thinking, do I know the music enough to recognise each individual oh, I think one? You, yeah, I think you would. And they've got they've, they've obviously thinking. got the images that go with it as well. You'll be able to actually physically see it. But you must know music from from Up or from. Um, okay, well, shall we do a little bit of a? <laughs> right, this is doing a bit of an impromptu quiz now, isn't it? Um, so let me go for. See if you can tell me what is this from. Uh, are you ready? I'm just going to bring one up. Yeah. Okay. What is this from? Toy Story 3. Right, yeah. So that's Toy Story. It was Toy Story 2, but it's Toy Story. I thought it was the Goonies. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was when they were dropping into the fire pit. I suppose you think. Right, this one. Any ideas? I'm gonna guess it up. Not up. <laughs> Not clean. This might get might help you. Any ideas? Bugs life. Yeah, bugs life. See, so, so you do know that you know more than you think. That's up. up. That's up. See? So you know more than you think. I think you'd be, yeah, you'd be, I'll give you that. You'd be pleasantly surprised at how many you probably recognise uh, compared to what you think. Uh, let, I'm going to do one more. Um, any ideas? I was going to guess at Bugs Life again. No, that's Cars. Very similar though, isn't it? There you go. So I think you'd be pleasantly surprised just how many you knew. Anyway, should we do uh, should we do some food stuff? Oh, sounds good to me. Let's have some appropriate music. There you go. Anybody name what attraction this is from? Mm, test track. No, it's it's we're doing food stuff. Anyway. So it's not one of the shows. Yeah, it is one of the shows. No one knows? No. Food rocks. Ah. Uh, uh, the words changed at all or not? Yeah, I've changed the words, yeah. What do you do when you get hungry? I thought that's what it said, but I wasn't sure if it said lonely. There you go, food rocks. So no, never seen it, never done it. Alan, what are we talking about? What we're talking about um, mouse meats. No, what 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 are we talking about with food? Must Alan? eats. Sorry, must eats. Must eats. Yeah, mouse meat. Shut up. That was <laughs> um, funny. Basically, we we always like to talk about food in our podcast, and yep. want to talk about. What we would consider to be the must-eats, if, if we were recommending to someone, if yeah. you're going to Florida, or you're going to Walt Disney World, 
this, these are the items that we think that you should try at least once. And we've also made sure we've got some uh, listener. Um, Sorry, what, what, more time what's going on there? You're going to die there, are you? Yeah, that's. Possible. I don't know. You know, if, if it's your, your holiday of a lifetime. You want to make sure you make the well, most I, of it? I'm also put on the credit card or I'm going to die there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, if you eat all of these in one sitting, you might do. So, where are we starting then? I'm not saying that it's that bad. Fair enough. Where are we starting? Viennapoli. <laughs> uh, so, where are we starting then? Viennapoli Pizza. That's where we're starting. I think this is the one I wrote down. Uh, for those of you who have never been to Viennapoli, the pizzas there are phenomenal. Uh, whether you have an individual one, you have the family size one, uh, they are genuinely phenomenal. Um, the, the water is brought in uh, from an area which basically is uh, similar water to what you get in Naples. And I, having now had pizza in Naples, I can honestly say Viennapoli is pretty damn close. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I said Viennapoli because the pizza there is phenomenal. So that's one of the things from from Viennapoli that's on the list. The next one I believe is yours, isn't it, Alan? Yes, um, Dole Whips. I, th- I think it go it almost goes without saying when you go to Florida or when you go to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, you've got to try a Dole Whip. Yeah, every single podcast or website I have seen about food or that mentions food has mentioned the Dole Whip. Yes. And it is unique to the Magic Kingdom. It's, um, it's pineapple-flavoured dessert. Yeah. And it is quite delicious. It's, it's a cross between sort of like a sorbet stroke uh, Mr. Whippy ice cream. Yeah. Is that I a good way I, of describing it? I think so. You've had a dull whip, haven't you, Chris? He's, Chris is gone. Doesn't want to talk to us anymore. That's fair enough. Uh, right, next well, one. I'm, I'm still here. Okay. I'm just listening to someone arguing outside my house. Oh, nice. <laughs> Are they arguing about whether or not the doll whip is nice? Is it, it's not doll whip. She said something about off. I'm not sure what. Oh. Um, it doesn't go off because no. it's a powdered, reconstituted dessert. Yeah, so it's not it's not going off at all. Right, the next one I don't know because I've not eaten at Paradiso 37, but you've got Surf and, surf and Turf Paradiso 37 style is what you put in here, Alan. Yes. Um, every year that we've been to Walt Disney World since this place has opened, we've gone back every single time. Um, Paradiso 37, it's sort of a bit sort of Tex-Mex in a way. Right. Um, sort of nachos and chilies and um, shrimps and steaks. And the, the, the surf and turf that I had, it was one of the tastiest meals I've, I've had in fl- Florida, to be honest. Right, okay. Um, we, it's sort of consists of grilled barbecue shrimp and Argentinian skirt steak. Now, the, these are cuts of meat that I'm, I've never heard of in the UK. No. What's skirt steak? Uh, it's a bit that goes around the waist. It, it, it could well be. It's, it's, it's the, the bit that's just above the knees. <laughs> um, it was served with corn on the cob and street-style potato pancakes. Now, I can't really remember the pancakes, but I remember that the steak was delicious and the shrimp was fantastic. Right. Come with a little bit of sauce. Mm-hmm. Have you tried that, Chris? I'm not trying that, no. No, um, it does sound good, though, doesn't yeah, it? It does sound good. It is amazing. I'm not, not joking. It's worth a try. You know, it's it's a place that doesn't normally get that, that busy, to be honest. No. And um, we've always managed to just walk in and get a table, but yeah. it it should be pop- more busy, more popular. can't even say my words right. It should be busier than it actually is. I do like the fact that over in the States they use a lot more, uh, you know, pieces of the animal. 
whereas of yeah. course we just have the uh, three states in the UK really don't we fill up rump and sirloin yeah and that's yeah. Um, and some of the over there have such great flavours and sort of uh, really worth a try and don't forget don't the cut of steak that we get the frying yeah the but don't be put off but if it's not a cut that you're used to <laughs> some sh- that, that'll, that'll definitely be a good, good quality cut yeah definitely I've, I've never had a, a bad steak in Florida to be honest no no I don't think no, I have actually not, not even in uh, Ponderosa no, yeah. not even there. <laughs> uh, I'm heading back it's to... In, like, like, in the UK, if you have a bad steak, you can't cut through it. You know, you've, no. you've, you're requesting a sharper steak knife to be yeah. able to get through it. Yeah. I've never had that problem in Florida at all. That's true. I totally agree. They even, they even do kids' steak, don't they? Which is... Yeah. But it seems it's more tender the kids that cut from, though? I don't know, but normally by day three, they can cut off many part of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heading back to Viennapoli for the next Let's one. Let's move next, on. Which is the Zapoli di Caterina, which actually sounds disgusting when you think about it, but is amazing. It's ricotta cheese fritters served with whipped cream and chocolate sauce. So it's cheese, cream, and chocolate, which sounds disgusting, but I can honestly tell you, oh, man, these were amazing. Mm. These were a real find. Having never tried them before, uh, our waiter said, you should try these. They're really good. And they're, honestly, I could have eaten them over again genuinely fantastic they're I think $10 but yeah ricotta cheese fritters whipped cream chocolate sauce just brilliant absolutely brilliant so um, so that's really really good well worth trying um, cheddar cheese soup is next on the list now you've tried to make this haven't you Alan um, yeah cheddar cheese soup I've had it in the cellier before yeah and we've also done a Disney Brit re- Re-recreation. Re, 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 Rework. Re, re, is that the words I'm looking for? Well, whatever it was, yeah. you made... So we basically cooked it. a giant vat of it ourselves and um, made it all right. It, um, it was one of these things where people think that it just sounds a bit horrible, um, a cheese soup, but it is actually quite a tasty item. I think it's, it's a bit It's not just cheese, there's bits of bacon in there I as well. I think it's um, either love it or hate it. You know, it, it, is, it is a good starter, it is... If you have enough of it, it can be a full days worth of food. See, to be I, mean, I really like it. You did tw- twelve bowls and kind of did. I really like it. Zoe doesn't like it at all. Uh, we had it on the cruise last summer, and there was Mick. There was kind of a split on our table as well with the people we were sharing with between those who did and those who didn't like it. But um, I like cheese soup. It's good. Chris, have you had a cheese soup? No, I've never had it. No, no, yeah. I never had it. But okay, I don't um, like cheese. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, we're going back to our states again for the next one. And basically, although we put California Grill and the Cellier down, um, just the filet mignon anywhere on site. Doesn't matter where it is. Where it's the, the steakhouse, uh, whether it's it's California Grill, whether it's the Cellier, wherever it is, the filet mignon is amazing. Uh, well worth trying. Uh, next one. This is this one's Alan's, and uh, you've got to explain this one because I have no idea why you've actually written this down. The Angus Bacon Cheeseburger from Restaurantosaurus. Yeah, the Angus Bacon Cheeseburger from Restaurantosaurus. Yeah. Similar sort of setup to what you've got over at Picos Bills. Yeah. Um, good quality burger. Plenty of bacon, plenty of cheese. Yeah. But the added bonus is... When you get the burger on your plate, yeah. you then go to the toppings bar. And as Chris will say from 
his adventures around Walt Disney World, the Toppins Bar can be one of the best places to uh, finish off your meal. Um, you've got the the mushrooms. I think I think there's onions. Um, plenty of these good. Are cook, these are cooked mushrooms and cooked onions. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I can't remember what else there is there. Oh, there's lettuce, there's, there's grated cheese, there's... Uh, cheese sauce? Tomatoes, uh, cheese sauce, yeah, tomatoes, lettuce, salad stuff. Yeah. Um, so you but you don't use much salad stuff. You're genuinely putting no, a cheeseburger down. So we've got a cheeseburger on there, fair enough. Uh, I'm heading over to the Primetime Diner with the next one, and we're talking about Cousin Anne's traditional meatloaf. Uh, this is the first time, I think genuinely the first time I'd ever tried meatloaf before. When I tried it at uh, at at fifties um, prime time, we've since made this, haven't we, Alan? We did. We made some beautiful meatloaf together, and, and we did um, sweet meatloaf, and um, that worked you keep out really. Cut well. out there. Did you say love? Yeah, no meatloaf, um, meatloaf and also I've that. tried it at home as well, and it's worked really, really well. Um, but this is the first time I ever tried it. Amazing. Um, so that's worth trying. But also, it's worth going just so you can try the. Um, the dessert menu, which is on one of those not old, um, I forget what they're called now, uh, Viewmasters. I did realise there's one we've missed out. And this is one that I'm not convinced everybody's tried, uh, which is Pooh's Breakfast Lasagna. As, who has tried Very Pooh's nice. Breakfast Lasagna? Anyone? So you have, Chris. Has, has I, Alan I, has. Yeah, okay. I, I, do Let enjoy, me, I do enjoy that one. <laughs> Let me just tell you the ingredients for Pooh's breakfast lasagna right this is talk about heart attack country so in the pastry cream you've got one and a half teaspoons of vanilla extract six egg yolks one and a half cups of milk a teaspoon of salt a quarter of a cup of, sh- of flour and a third of a, a three quarters of a cup of sugar and then the pancakes one and a half cups of flour two and a half of baking powder three quarters of a teaspoon of salt one egg one and a quarter cups of milk and three teaspoons spoons shortened or salad oil then for the waffles you've got more flour more baking powder more salt more eggs more milk uh pure vanilla extract and more oil the pound cake's got flour eggs butter sugar vanilla extract salt and milk in it the custard has got six large eggs and one and a half pints of heavy cream a pint of half and half an ounce of brandy a quarter of an ounce of nutmeg half an ounce of cinnamon and one and a half cups of sugar and then ingredients to add when you're assembling it uh, one cup of frozen raspberries one frozen blueberries three bananas one tablespoon of butter and then for garnishing you've got one banana half a quarter of a cup of brown sugar half a pint of your favorite fresh berries and then you put them all together and you make this pancake and it is honestly amazing if not it's just the fattening, most fattening breakfast you will ever eat in your entire life. Alan, you've got to try this, honestly. Well, the closest I was going to get to it was we were going to attempt to make it, but then when I saw the amount of yeah, it's, no. stages in it, it was like, no <laughs> so way. That's, that's really not happening. Um, <laughs> You'd never do it. Next up, let's talk a little bit about um, Pecos Bills, Chris, because this is one of your faves. Oh, it's, it's very similar to what Alan said. He's the top and he's the best. Yeah. I mean, for me, I get up to the counter, I get my burger, I get my fries. I sit down at the table, I eat my fries to give me more space to get more toppings. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they are. It is amazing. But do, if you want, you like your toppings on your burgers, then Pecos Bill's a place to go. And one last one to talk about, which is the Build Your Own All You Care to Enjoy family platter from Whispering Canyon Cafe. Um, which is in um, uh, Wilderness Lodge. I'm there. Uh, which basically, you get this big platter, uh, this big 
griddle. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, skillet. Skillet, that's the one. Uh, where basically you have a choice uh, to start with three of the following. Kansas City-styled smoked pork ribs, barbecue pulled pork, roast chicken, hand-carved oak roasted beef strip loin, a citrus-crusted market fish and western-style sausage and potatoes. You get um, mixed greens, uh, you get cornbread, they throw some potatoes in there as well. And you basically continue to eat until you can't eat anymore. Um, oh, yeah. The entertainment's fantastic. I do that there. quite often. <laughs> this is not just talking about normal dinner. This is talking about what Oh, sorry. Um, this is just... The food there is amazing. It, the entertainment's really good. Don't ever ask for tomato sauce or crayons. Don't ever go in there in a universal T-shirt. Don't do any of those things, because they will show you what butt. Um, the, the platter is just phenomenal. Uh, and the, I think they've recently food. changed how they're doing it, though, haven't they? I think they have slightly, yeah. Uh, they have changed it slightly. It used to be that you used to get everything on yeah. one plate. And now you start with three, don't you? You choose with three of them. Got, yeah, a bit more choosy. It's, and it used to be all you can eat, but now it's build your own. Or all yes. you care to enjoy. Yes, all you care to enjoy, which is all still all you can eat. Um, but it is amazing. So. One, one thing that I'll say that I spotted last time I had this meal, yeah, um, and as it was, all you could eat then, yeah, is you'd go back and you ask for more ribs and more steak and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden, when you've eaten all you could eat, yeah, well, okay, I didn't do this, but on the next table, when they'd eaten everything they could eat, they asked for another pile up of food, yeah, and then said, hey, Can you box it up for us? <laughs> and did they it's actually like, do it? Can I have tomorrow's dinner, please? Nice, you wouldn't do it, would you? No. They're more than happy to do it. it, and I think they also d- would do that with the all you can drink um, milkshakes wow there i think if you want a, a top of a milkshake they'll it, take it in and put it in a takeout cup for you if you want is there anything else missing from this list chris that you want to uh, mention um not really no i think that covered most things doesn't it i think so uh but we've got a few here that i want to mention which people have put on facebook because we asked them what are their must-eats are uh sheena denham uh says she must have a mickey waffle or two she also loves the fudge from the big sweet shop on main street usa vicky wells says keen lime pie at the grand floridian um andrew hutchinson just basically put ohana <laughs> that was it not one thing just <laughs> ohana fantastic pretty, meal pretty entertainment. Much one, one, of, one of the best meals that you can have there as well it should be on that list yeah okay so that one should be on the list fresh fruit and nutella waffle sandwich at sleepy hollow says craig radford best way to start a day at Walt, Walt disney world nick uh, in the hat harrison says grand floridian mickey waffles so there we go yeah they're good uh, they're good claire, claire franklin says my son loves the premium bars gotta have a mickey bar um, John Burton, anything at Citricos or a nice malt shake and burger at Beaches and Cream. Uh, someone else has put Beaches and Green Cream, and then that's Kirsty Shaw's put that, and then has put two exclamation marks at the end. She means it that much. And John then put all Mickey Waffles. And finally, Charlotte Heath said, too many to say from, uh, but here's a few: Mickey Waffles, Dolwit Float, Lapu Lapu Cocktail, Chocolate Fruit Kebab from Main Street, anything from Beaches and Cream, Earl of Sandwich Holiday Sandwiches, Butterfinger Cupcakes from Starling Rolls, and that's just made her hungry and I think she may have gone off to eat something so um, that's all of those that are on there as well so there's loads of different things which is cool um, I think is that everything that we've got on our lists I believe it is I think we've done all of them haven't we I think it is there's anything else on there I think some people talk about butter, butterfinger, butterfinger cupcakes, cupcakes yeah and what's the other one carrot cake something yes there's a carrot cake is it cookie no Carrot cake cookie, yeah, that's what it is. It is carrot cake cookie. And 
personally, I, 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 I didn't really like the sort of finger cupcake. Right. You know, it's, it's worth an experience. The carrot cake cookies. Yep. Huge items. Big giant things. You yes. put them in a little bag when you get them from the shop. I did buy a whole selection of treats to take back to my villa. Um, the cookie, the carrot cake cupcake. I can't even say the words now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Christmas time. It is. It's getting too late. <laughs> um, you can easily eat those cookies over two sittings. Yeah, they are huge. Easily. They are massive. They're bigger than your head. If we go back to a previous episode, we can compare them to the size of Aaron, but we won't do that now. Um, just before we finish, just before we go, do you want to talk a little bit about mouse meats and about any updates that we've got with regards to that? Yeah, we'll start off with the website. We've put a new website up on DisneyBrit.com. Yep. We're going to try and keep it more up to date um, towards the end of last, towards the end of this year. Too many work-related things are happening, and we couldn't get the website up to date. But we are going to be going full force back into it. We are, and the website is is now updated. If you go over to DisneyBrit.com, you'll find a new look website with some more post stuff that's gone up today, including the Fantasia Live stuff. So yeah, and, and fingers crossed, we'll. It's a bit easier to navigate than the last one, hopefully. Yes. Uh, yeah. Trying to get a bit simpler. Last last time we sort of got a bit too many categories added into it. We wanted to add in the, the food and the recipes and stuff like that. And I think we're just going to sort of sort of flatten it down a bit so that the recipes will still get there, but they'll yeah. be under, say, the Magic Kingdom or Epcot. Yes. But they're all definitely there, and and say the Mouse Meets uh, has now got on the Mouse Meets. It's got a preliminary lineup. Uh, yes. which is basically um, a load of ideas or things that we're going to be doing. So just to give you some idea what we've got in there, the charity auction, which uh, is going to be a native Great Ormond Street again this year. Uh, we've got a private screening at the Corner House Cinema, live podcast recordings. We've got um, the Imagination Institute Open House, which um, I'm not going to tell you what that is. The Big Big Disney Quiz, Trader Sam's Trading Tavern, uh, we've also got Disney sing-along competition, never mind the Diz nerds, uh, Disney film history, and lots of social time in the evening. So they are just some of the things we've currently got planned for Mouse Meets. Um, so, uh, fingers crossed, uh, you'll be coming along. You can get your tickets now. They are available. Adults, £20. £15 for children aged 5 to 12. And under 5s are free. But you need to get your tickets before they sell. Uh, also, Travel Lodge has currently got a sale on. So you can get a room for £25 a night. Uh, so do check that out um, because that's well worth getting hold of. You'll be able to get cheaper rooms uh, when you come to um, when you come to Mouse Meets. That's really cool. Uh, that's everything, I think, isn't it? I can't think of anything else. Can you? Say yeah, um, the um, Portland Thistle. It is, yeah. And sort of arranged a special rate for us. Oh, for the hotel, for the rooms. They yes. have. You're dead right. And off the top of my head, I can't remember how much it was now. Was it £95 a night? I think it was something along I think that, it was, yeah. yeah. Something along those lines. So you can check that out. Oh, that's it. That is the end of the show. Um, and I, I may be just about to upset some people. Because it's the end of the show. So that means it's the end of the show music. We've changed it. We've got some new end of show music, but that's fine because we all know how you love your Disney music. So the Enchanted is out. We've now got some new end of show music, which you're going to be hearing at the end of every show. So thank you once again for joining us. Thank you for joining me, Alan. No problem. Thank you, time. Thank you for joining me, Chris. Cheerio. Thanks for the fun. Thanks for the fun. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Have they stopped arguing outside your house, by the way? Yeah, they've gone now. Yeah, I, I think she's beat him up. <laughs> Do you need to ring the police? Might be worth uh, doing, I don't know. I'm fine indoors. Uh, but don't forget, <laughs> you, you go to Facebook. Kids. If you don't like our That's Facebook it, yeah. page yet, please do like that. So you can go over and check that out. Do also make sure you comment on all the things that are on there. Don't forget on Twitter, you can contact us at Disney Brit. You can also email us, radio at DisneyBrit.com. Maybe you've got your own... Um, uh, must eat that you want to talk about you can mention it to us and we'll mention it on the next show don't forget you can review us on iTunes and don't forget mousemeets.co.uk you can email us mousemeets at disneybrit.com if you want to offer maybe a talk or you've got an idea or something like that it's absolutely fine please do do that and uh, you can of course contact us on our number on our UK number which is 0121 288 2748 if you're in the parks or you want to ring us and say hello or happy new year or whatever but that's about it so happy new year to you all as i said we will see you again in the new year but until then we'll see you Swell!